Welcome to the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find healing for your wounds, find hope in your despair, find intimacy in your loneliness, find refuge from the storms of life, basically to help you find a deeper walk with Jesus. I say this every week, but it's the truth. There's one thing I have come to know after having lived all these years now, and it is this. Our God wastes nothing. He does not waste our sorrows. He does not waste our wounds. He does not even waste our failures. Hi, I am your host, Dennis Jernigan, and I'm so excited about the next few weeks of the Dennis Jernigan podcast. Actually, I'm excited about every week, but because I absolutely love the subject matter that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks, I, I'm loving these podcasts. Each song has a special place in my life and has been born out of a personal ministry in my own life, especially in my current and ongoing battle with Parkinson's. I'm finding these songs are taking on a whole new meaning for me, and I'm asking Father God to minister deeply to your heart as you listen to the stories behind these songs. Now, today's podcast is the story behind the song, Time for a Change. This is from the ministry recording called Songs of Ministry. This album is a 12-song collection, especially for those who find themselves emotionally wounded in some way. As I look down the list of the songs included in this recording, my mind absolutely spins into high speed, much like seeing my life flash before me every week instantaneously, simply because each title evokes a recalling of a specific time or event or a life-changing circumstance which God allowed me to experience, and I find myself grateful to God for all He has done. Again, this week's song, Time for a Change, came to me way back on July 2nd of 1998. It actually came to me while driving home from Muskogee after a session of the 1998 worship conference that we held in Muskogee to our farm in Boynton, where we lived at the time. I found myself thinking about all God was doing in my heart concerning my identity and how he was ripping off the old grave clothes that used to define me. I was born again on November, November 7, 1981. It was the most profound day of my life because in an instant, my identity and my destiny were both changed forever. God's love so overwhelmed me that I found myself being rolled over again and again with wave upon wave of his love for me. I was helplessly, hopelessly, gladly caught in the wave of his love. It was that profound and that real to me. Up to that point in my life, I thought God hated me because of my sin. The truth was quite the opposite. In a moment's time, I recognized that he pursued me while I, while I wallowed in the depths of my sin. It was quite mind-blowing to see that the innocent, pure, holy Lamb of God could, could reach as far as I could fall. That moment will forever be emblazoned upon my heart and my mind. Due to my sin, I felt as if I were the prodigal son dressed in rags, down in the mud, feeding on the slop with the pigs. Uh, up to that point in my life, 
I had collected so much baggage that I found it almost impossible to make any kind of wise decision on my own behalf. I found it difficult to do anything aside from performing for the love and acceptance and approval of others. The result of that plan was that I always fell flat on my face and absolutely no change in my heart and my attitude or my actions or my feelings ever came. I was headed straight for destruction, no doubt about it. I needed change in my life, but change scared me to death, if I'm being honest. I had held on to the baggage of my life as if my life had depended on it. I had completely clothed myself in the rags of sin and self-hatred to the point that I thought I deserved nothing less than the scorn of what others thought of me. In a way, I believed that was who I was and that this was all I deserved and this is just the way it's going to be. Change, true change, left me scared out of my mind. The only problem with that is that without change, it's impossible to grow, and life requires growth. That very night, everything changed. The Lord gave me a brand new picture of myself. This is in 1981. This time, rather than being clothed in pride and shame, I was clothed in humility and complete acceptance by my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He had transformed my heart and clothed me with righteousness. That all took place in 1981, and here I was now in 1998, thinking about all those same things, about all the things God had revealed to me or was beginning to reveal to me concerning my need to continue to grow, continue to change, continue to have my mind transformed by the renewing of my mind, my thoughts, through faith in, in Christ Jesus. Whether we like it or not, the battleground of our lives, are, that's our minds. More often than not, we do the work of the enemy for him. Think about it. He plants a little lie concerning our identity. Then he walks away and leaves us to mull that lie over in our minds to the point where we begin to believe it's the truth of who we are. What we are actually doing by believing his lies is like literally placing our minds in a cage that leaves us bound with only one way out. If we want to be free, we must speak the truth of God's word into the dark place that is that bondage in our minds. We will know the truth, the truth of God's word, and by putting off the lies and putting on that truth, we will find freedom in ways and in places we never thought possible in this life. When God changed my heart, he changed my mind. When he changed my mind, he changed the way I saw myself. My heart, once clothed in the rags of sin, was stripped bare and cleansed by the blood of Jesus, and then he left me clothed in his very own righteousness, clothed in the truth of his word, clothed in humility, clothed in peace, clothed in the garment of praise and thanksgiving. If we truly desire to grow in our relationship with Jesus, we need to be willing to change. Regardless of whether we're willing to change or not, life has a way of changing everything around us for us. <laughs> we might as well get used to that. And we might as well get in God's flow 
and allow that change to come from him and his great and massive love for us rather than the world dictating to us that flow. Let's take a little time right now and ask the Lord to bring about any necessary changes in our lives, especially changes in the way we think and in the way we view the world. Change is a good thing in the hands of God. Just hide your heart and masks your pain and your real beauty. And you look good in humility, clothed in righteousness and peace. It brings out all the features of the heart you're called to be. You look good. In humility, are you tired of battles fought and never gaining ground? Tired of always feeling caught, of being trapped and bound. Comfort found inside your cage makes freedom seem so hard. Clothed in bitterness and rage, who do you think you are? Stripping your heart naked and uncovering who I called you to be. It is time for a change, for a holy transformation, and discovering how much I've set you free. 
Peace looks good on you. Peace looks good on you. I'll cover you with all I am. I'll cover you and help you stand through the storm, through the night, through the fire. Peace looks good on you. Look good in truth. Looks good on you. Peace looks good on you. You look good in truth. Whether we like it or not, change is always going to be a part of life. But the good news is that our God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, faithful and true, a hand to hold and guide us through the changes of life. Here's an instance where Jesus talks about change as it relates to the kingdom of God. I think it would do us all good to think about this verse as it relates to God's desire to bring about change in the way we think and in the way we view the world. It's found in Matthew 18, verses 2 and 3. Jesus says this, And he called a child to himself and set him among them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you change and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Change, I'll admit, is not always easy, but it is necessary to life, necessary to abundant life in Christ. Besides, you and I both look better clothed in peace rather than in the chaos of the world. We look better clothed in humility than we do in the pride of the world. Bottom line, Let's just seek Jesus today and let him worry about any change that's needed. After all, joy is in the journey with him, and he makes sure his kids are clothed and cared for and fed. Just remember, peace really does look good on you. Well, thank you for joining me here on the Dennis Jernigan Podcast. If you'd like more information on me or my story or my music, you can always go to DennisJernigan.com. You can also follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes Store, Deezer, Amazon Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Tidal. If you'd like an MP3 of the song Time for a Change from the recording Songs of Ministry, just go to the store at DennisJernigan.com. Thank you once again for joining me for today's podcast. And remember this, if you remember nothing else, get this. God loves you, and so do I. And never forget his goodness and his comforting presence is with us, even in the sorrowful times, even in the times of change. 
you are his son or you are his daughter, new creation in Christ, and you are never alone, ever. So go and be who your father says you are. Oh, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my.